0: Welcome to the Grit Daily Startup. I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk, and this is a podcast about what goes on behind the scenes at startups. The good, the bad, and the gritty. Let's dive in. Charles and Michael, welcome to the show. Hi, nice to be here. Hi, Sebastian. Great to have you guys here. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to hang out with us here on the Grit Daily Startup Podcast. We love to talk about the world of startup, the the good, the bad, and what we call the, the gritty. So curious to hear what your experience has been uh, in the startup world. But before we get into all that, let's help our listeners better understand a little bit more about you guys and your background and what really brought you to present day and what you guys are doing uh, over at uh, Unity Network.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um... My involvement with uh, Web3 and blockchain technology started in 2014. I read the uh, white paper of Vitalik Buterin, which was uh, very interesting for me. I was an early developer of uh, um, Android at that moment. I worked full-time management with HR, um, but had a part-time job as being a device within all Web3 and and blockchain uh, startups um my heart was always in web3 and i've started to more connecting with the community overall and starting to be more active in in in, in a bigger reach on the internet this is where i met michelle here yep. my partner at unity network
2: yeah and i started with uh crypto and web3 in 2019 and uh, worked uh, at my uh, uh, your parents' uh, company uh, before the family, the family business.
0: So you broke out of the family business and built a Web three solution. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> amazing. So let's talk a little bit about this. When, when, how did Unity Network come about?
1: Well, in it was in 2020, I think it was yep. started as an idea. Uh, we've been in all in, been in investors and and listening to influencers online on how to invest and how to do things in the web free space and many of the times you fail you can say that uh the an influencer has right one out of three times every time <laughs> yeah right right right
2: yeah we had a fair share of uh negative experiences in uh, in crypto
0: <laughs> yeah the crypto bros are out there you got to watch out for them i'm just, yeah i'm partially, <laughs> ki- partially kidding so uh um so, so what exactly does Unity Network do? What, what, what problems do you solve? Who's your customer? Tell me all about it.
1: it just like when I started developing in, in, at Android, it was mostly to create applications that weren't on the App Store, but I couldn't use, for example, to, to have a TV remote. I created it myself. And much like that, Unity Network came about. Uh, we feel that the web three space is hard to navigate it's much fear and uncertainty there's no trusted source of information as well as the applications are very hard to use um, there are too many different networks there are too many different uh, types of uh, interfaces uh, so what unit network is trying to solve is these pain points by making easy access to people who aren't used to web3 so web3 should be a hidden layer and it should just look like a regular app for people to join the network.
2: Yeah, the easy-to-use thing is, is something we strive with all of our dApps.
0: Yeah, I mean, easier. So so explain to me, how does it all work? Talk to me like you're, you're explaining it to a five-year-old, because I'm all new to this. I'm very new to this Web3 space, as most people are. I'm a little more advanced, but still, as new platforms evolve here, I, I'm curious on how everything works. But uh, I'm, I'm new here, as are most of our listeners. Sure.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, Okay, so Web3 is like a layer on top of the current internet. Um, The shift from Web1 to Web2 was non-existent for regular users because the only persons uh, or companies who um, earned money from that shift was big companies like Google and Facebook. Um, But the shift from Web2, which is Google, Facebook and such, to Web3, Known as you can see, the platforms as Ethereum, Bitcoin, and all of this is happening with the help of the people, and all all of us are invited. And this is why it's important to educate all the users about this technology because um, the responsibility of your own funds are always yours to hold.
0: So um, you guys talk a little bit about, I was reading up before the interview, you talked to, you know, with today's blockchain boom of new coins and tokens, it provides the public with pre-sales pump and dump challenges, where pre-sales are often dumped as soon as um, the new coins hit the market. Let's talk about that a little bit.
2: Yeah, most of that is just um, that users aren't very informed on what what to look for in uh, new projects. Uh, they just uh, are uh, tempted by social media, uh, f- probably friends or fake accounts to uh, put their money into a, a so-called uh, booming project. But uh, in the background, the uh, the owners, um, uh, some investors are just uh, uh, holding uh, the biggest amount of tokens, sometimes even 70, 80%. And just uh, when the project launches, uh yeah they, they just dump and people lose their money so uh we think that uh by educating um uh, the the points where uh, people need to look for uh they'll be they'll be more safe uh, in the future and so who's your ideal customer
0: who who would who would utilize
2: your, your platform yeah mostly so that would mar- be, yeah i'm oh, sorry
1: yeah i'm no, sorry uh, uh yeah we did a market research i'm very uh excited by this so uh, we did a market research on facebook Uh, we uh, had um, uh, um, a marketing campaign and the people who clicks the ads where it says crypto is mainly men between 18 and and 40 years old Um, and we try to navigate this space to make it possible for everyone to join so we try to make the infomercials and, and and content available and um um, looking good for everyone, in lack of a better word. Um, so um, newcomers are also some of the uh, most important people we need to take care of when it comes to crypto. We need to make it safe for them to travel from regular uh, finance fiat into crypto world without everyone trying to sell their bags. That's why we did not have a pre-sale or any form of OTC sale. Uh, we can see that that after starting Unity Network and and being in a seed round, which we are now, we are getting many, um, yeah, many investors approach us and trying to buy a bigger amount of the UNT token rather rather than investing in in shares or equity in the company, which will make them a big holder. And the way it works is. They are helping us market the token to reach a certain price before they sell their bags. And we have seen this with many other companies. And that's why we have a, a no OTC policy at Unity Network. And the, the power of the UNT token should be held by the holders who buy it from our pool.
0: And did you have anything to add to that?
2: Yeah, um... The, the people we want to make it more accessible to are mostly uh, women and, say, 40-plus people because uh, you could say that young men are risk-takers. Mm-hmm. They like to get, take a gamble with new projects and put their money in, and they, they just don't care as much about losing money as uh, yeah women do and uh, yeah people of 35 and 40-plus. So that's a completely new market we, we're trying to reach.
0: Awesome. So when it comes to the, uh, to the, to the world of startup, what, what's been the most challenging part of the startup world for you guys?
2: Um, expanding the team a bit, uh, finding the right people and especially the right partners, because there are a lot of people out there who want to uh, yeah, take profit of you and not help you uh, create a decent company. And that's what we want to be.
0: And Charles, for you?
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, It's it's very hard to navigate as a founder in this space, just like it is for um, people who are trying to find the correct investment. Okay.
0: Um, So on the exact opposite of that, what would you guys say the best part of of that process has been? Uh,
2: Well, I can start. Start, uh, start, Charles,
1: please. I, I think... Um, the best part uh, is that Web3 is is so documented. You can find documentation on how to do things and what to do. And it's a new place. So we are also um, helping create something entirely different than has been done before. Um, I think the connection between uh, persons around the world creating a new technology like Web3 is, is amazing. And it builds bridges and it doesn't matter where you're from, who you are and how old you are and which, which gender you are. It's you as a person and what you can do and what you bring to the team that matters. And, and that's the beautiful thing about Web3 innovation.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So what are you guys excited about for the rest of 2022 at the time we're recording this episode uh, and um, uh, you know, going into 2023? Charles.
1: Yeah, uh, we are um, developing three different applications at the moment. So there's <laughs> many things happening at the same time. Uh, we have uh, one um, educational platform, uh, which will help educate users and students uh, starting in the UK area uh, from next year, um, as well as we have uh, a beta application in prediction market um uh, which we will um how do you say it you, we will upgrade it to fit our needs and the last thing is a very exciting ticketing system um which will connect the web free space with the traditional ticketing system that we are known for now um, which enables everyone to create tickets to any events without the need of a third party which takes A bigger amount of fees
2: yeah yeah so that would mean that the ticketing system uh can be used even for your sweet 16 party and not just a a bigger event so if if you just have a a birthday party or uh say uh, your networking networking event you can create go to the website create your nft ticket and yeah you can uh, share that with everyone you want and the, the good thing is it's it's just um not copyable you, you you can't uh yeah um that's the safe part of the nft thing you just scan it it's safe you can't copy it so there won't be any fake ones it's connected to your own uh, web3 wallet so it's it's absolutely safe as well and you can store it as a as a memorabilia
0: cool Love it. Well, it's, you know, I don't think people understand how easy life is, how much easier life is going to be because of the blockchain. A lot of yeah. people are skeptical and like, ah, I'm not, you know, they're resistant, but they were resistant to Web 1. They were resistant to Web 2. I've seen it all unfold. So mm-hmm. the new frontiers so here, technology doesn't care about how, your feelings no. uh, or if you're going to participate or not. It's going to move as fast as it's going to move, which is extremely fast. Um, and you're either going to adopt or not, right? True.
1: Absolutely. Well, I, Absolutely.
0: I appreciate you guys taking time out of uh, your day to hang out with us here on the show for a few minutes. And uh, it's clear you guys are building solutions, uh, web three solutions that matter that are going to contribute to making life easier and solve problems. So I want to encourage you guys to keep up the great work and uh, thanks again for being on the show.
2: Thank you. And great. Thank you for having us.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Sebastian. You got it. Until next time, friends. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Grit Daily Startup. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. This podcast is brought to you by gritdaily.com, the premier startup news hub. More information at gritdaily.com. Once again, I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk. Until next time, friends.